You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Zach Moss. I'm a political columnist for the Daily Emerald. And I am Alec Cowan, and I am also a political columnist for the Daily Emerald. Now, today we're going to be talking about a lot of issues that are raised at the moment in politics and policies, which include whether or not uh, Donald Trump is actually going to be getting the nomination, even though he's been winning by a landslide. It's actually questioned. Next, we're going to be discussing whether or not Bernie Sanders has a chance right now, and then what's going to happen if hypothetically he doesn't? Are they going to be moving with Hillary Clinton, or how is this going to progress moving forward? So... In terms of politics, policies, and controversial issues, what has been bothering you or you find interesting in the last several weeks? Um, I think specifically um, the the idea of I mean I, it's we're kind of getting to the point where everyone's trying to crown somebody. I think that's very true. Um, and, and one of the fortunate things that the media has done for a long time is just try to specifically um, crown Hillary or or crown Trump. Um, this entire time. And I think now that we're kind of getting in, into the close, um, we don't have any more debates this season. Um, so it's just really interesting to see how, how things will wrap up. Um, you know, that's actually very true. And as a matter of fact, they were even doing that with Hillary before Bernie Sanders had started his win streak, as a matter of fact, as well. Now, I'm not insinuating that he's going to start another winning streak or anything um, to that extent. However, I think it's interesting to just note that as we move forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you're looking at actually post Tuesday, um, yesterday we had the Delaware, Rhode Island, uh, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, um, uh, primaries and looking forward, it looks like, um, D- Trump has 953 delegates. Cruz has 546 and Kasich has 153. There is, um, a requirement to get the nomination of 1,237 delegates. Um, and then looking at the Democrats here, we have 1,632 pledged delegates for Hillary Clinton and 1,299 delegates for Bernie Sanders. Um, there are 10 states left um, for both sides with four caucuses um, left for the Democrats. Uh, basically, at this point, um, looking at numbers, it is mathematically impossible for anyone else to clinch the nomination besides Donald Trump and the Republican um, Party. Uh so a lot of people are saying that right now the strategy here is for Kasich and Cruz to lure away as many delegates as they can from Trump so he doesn't clinch the nomination. And when we go into the Republican National Convention, we have a contested um, convention, um, <laughs> which is, is a messy process. But uh, it looks like that's kind of just going forward for the Republicans there. You know, something that I find to be particularly interesting is with the contested convention is now – what exactly do the Republicans think is going to happen if it comes down to that? Because essentially what it seems like to me at this point is that Trump is smashing everybody by so much that there's really no chance that any of them have. So the only way that they can possibly get past Trump is if they try to contest a convention. Now, my question to them is, do they really think that Trump is just going to give it up that easy? And his people, the people who follow him are just going to accept that? Personally, I think not. I think that's going to be a very, very, very messy issue. And if I were the Republicans, honestly, I would probably try to accommodate to to Trump's interests. Otherwise, this is going to get a lot worse for them. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Um, the contested convention itself is is messy itself, um, especially because there's no timetable on when they could actually pick a 
candidate. Um, basically, after the first round of votes, um, they get all the delegates there the first time uh, for the first vote. And after that, they're basically going to come up with the same results that we have here. And after that, um, delegates are free to choose whoever they want to after that. And usually what accompanies that is a lot of bribery, a lot of um, which is totally not illegal in the, in the situation. It's not against party standards, not against law to bribe delegates to vote for you. Um, <laughs> Which, I mean, if it comes to that, that could be very detrimental just to the party as itself, just to governments everywhere, because people could be giving away. I mean, it's kind of house of cards, people trying to give away positions, trying to give away um, party seats, trying to give away government seats. And that's ridiculously messy. Oh, absolutely. And something that I find interesting as well about this is that then there's this issue about uh, Paul Ryan when they ask him, oh, hey if it does come down to a contested convention, would you in fact run for the Republicans? Now, his answer originally was, well, I haven't really given it that much thought. Now, for people who don't, who aren't exactly inclined to follow politics as well, it, what that's a nice way of saying is, yeah, we've already talked about it, and yes, I would love to do it. Now, what's also interesting about it is, even after that, and he denied that he would in fact run, it's also very interesting that he's launching campaign ads that are out right now, which is which is interesting because there's essentially no reason why he would be doing that unless he's getting ready to run for, for president. And so the fact that he's doing that essentially shows kind of what the Republicans are trying to work with right now. Yeah, and I, I think Kasich's um, campaign itself, too, has, has basically come out and said that we are planning on a contested convention as as Kasich's victory, as his opportunity to to beat Trump. Because right now it's just, uh, I mean, he is almost 10% of what Trump has. So it is ridiculous for him to even still be in the race at this point. Um, I mean, Democrats are asking Bernie to drop out and because of his, you know, somewhat seemingly impossible champion, uh, chances of, of making it. And and yet Kasich is, is kind of almost getting a lot of praise from the Republicans for, for sticking in here, which I think is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the real question then is from your own personal opinion, what do you think should or will happen in between Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders moving forward? I think that is that is the most interesting thing looking forward. Um, the season ends in June, um, and there's a lot of time in between there. Now, uh, Bernie Sanders, there, there's been a lot of talk about his his policies going forward and his idea of what he he wants to accomplish going forward. And right now he's kind of sticking to his guns and his, his kind of grassroots attitude in saying, I want everybody to vote for me that has the opportunity. I want to give everybody the opportunity that supports me to be able to go to the polls and not maybe not elect me, but at least voice their opinion for me. Um, and I think that's admirable. Um, but I also think it's a very uh, powerful political move to make. Um, he's definitely trying to, I think at this point, maybe not secure the nomination, but to change Hillary Clinton and change the party. I think that he's he's looking at his ability to organize, to influence people, and he's saying, we may not get the presidency, but what we're going to do is we're going to change the Democratic Party. We're going to change Hillary Clinton, which is which has already been seen. There's been, his campaign has come out and said, if we don't get the nomination, we are demanding that Hillary Clinton do session such, a $15 minimum wage, uh, an end to, to trade policies, Medicare for all, things like that. Um, and so the campaign certainly isn't necessarily, I don't think, as focused on winning the nomination anymore as it is changing the nature of the Democratic Party. Um, <clears throat> that's an interesting point, actually, because, see, for me personally, I think that, yeah, they are, in fact, still trying to win, even though the odds are, are 
relatively unlikely in comparison to what it was. Now, I think moving forward, there's either going to there's going to be two possible options in terms of the people who follow Bernie Sanders. They're either one going to stay uh, motivated and, and still support uh, politicians who support ideas like Bernie Sanders, or the the second one is that they're they're slowly going to quit and slowly accept what's essentially what's in front of them at this moment, which was Hillary Clinton and uh, and the Republican Party, whatever ends up happening to them now. For most people who support Sanders, from what I've seen, are most definitely not going to accept that for many reasons, including the fact that Hillary Clinton is or has uh, in the past supported a lot of the the corruption, a lot of the issues that's happening, which is a fundamental problem for the people who support Bernie Sanders. And in my personal opinion, that's a fundamental problem of this nation. So I only see this going two different ways moving forward. Yeah, I think that's definitely um, when, when I spoke to to one of the uh, local uh, representatives for Lane County for Bernie, they were talking about how just the wave of independence that Bernie has brought in is going to change the race dramatically. It's not just kind of an Obama and Hillary and kind of a fight inside the Democratic Party. It's someone outside of it bringing in a lot of people that if Bernie doesn't get the nomination could just choose not to vote. They're, they don't have any party allegiances and they could just leave as quickly as we've seen them come. And I think that that's one of the almost detrimental things to this election um, is almost their extreme distaste for for Hillary Clinton, um, which I don't think is totally deserved, um, but then also their just Bernie's influence on the party as a whole. That's a great point. Now, I guess the question to the idea, the hypothetical idea is if, if Bernie in fact drops out, will his followers move to Hillary Clinton? Or will they, in fact, switch to someone else like Donald Trump, God forbid, or someone else that moves in in the Republican uh, Party? Yeah, um, they're actually uh, looking at the Bernie or Bust movement. There's been a lot of people in this movement who have supported or vocally supported Donald Trump and said, we're independents. We don't have any allegiance to Hillary Clinton. And we almost see Hillary Clinton as a Republican light candidate, that she is way too moderate for the Democratic Party and kind of the progressive outlook that people are looking for, and that Donald Trump is almost a better alternative to that. A lot of people think that putting Trump in office would almost damage the country enough that people would be eager to vote for a Democratic candidate in 2020, which doesn't seem very logical to me. It seems very counterproductive to try and put someone in office just so you could win you know, the next four years, um, especially someone with such detrimental policies. Um, but definitely, I think that uh, – uh, oh, sorry. What was your point again? That there's essentially where will these people be going who support Bernie Sanders, whether it be Trump or Clinton. And I'm talking about the majority because there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of people who are going to decide whether not to vote or they're going to still write Bernie's name in and things like that in between. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, which one are these people going to be going to? And I don't think anybody really has a clear, concise answer for this. Mm-hmm. And I think for good reasons, including the fact that – Hillary Clinton has been proven that she's a part of the problem with corruption. She's a part of the problem with the money in politics. And in terms of change, she's really not going to be the one to do it, especially because she supported a lot of the controversial policies, even foreign policy like the Iraq war, mm-hmm. um, drone strikes, which 90 percent of the, uh, the casualties are civilians, things like that. However, on the other hand, you have Donald Trump, which which shows the amount of extremism against established candidates because Donald Trump, of course, supports 
he he supports cutting funding to the environmental programs, which on a side note, he actually got the, the initials wrong when he was describing the, the different programs fighting for uh, <laughs> for uh, reforms to assist in the climate change issues, which I find just to be ironic because it really shows how little he knows about it. And you look at all the other policies like banning all Muslims and, and uh, a lot of the other things that he's been saying. So the idea is, do you support a candidate who has been known to be established, who will assist in a lot of the problems, some would argue, such as money in politics, or do you go for the radical who may as well hurt this country just as bad as you might flip the odds and then say something smart here and there? The idea is, which one are they going to go for? And I, I don't know if I necessarily have an opinion on this one. I think, in, in my opinion, personally, I think Hillary Clinton is the better candidate. Um, I think that, I mean, gender um, kind of breakthroughs aside of, of having a first woman president and um, that monumental feat, um, I think that she certainly is someone who has way more experience that a lot of time gets discredit gets discredited for um, often somewhat ridiculous reasons. I mean, there's there's the idea of, of corruption and um, she's she's part of the problem, but so I think so is everyone else in a lot of regards. That's true. I think that even even Bernie Sanders, he's been in the system for so long. I mean, he it's not like he's separate from it. Even though his policies, he's he's different. Certainly, he is unique. But I think that he is just a part of the system as as Hillary Clinton is. No, maybe not um, when it comes to money, things like that. But he certainly knows how to play the political game, just like Hillary Clinton does. And I think that that's one thing that the Republicans don't have is someone who has political experience. Um, but aside from that, Hillary Clinton, um, despite her flaws, has, you know, she was secretary of state. She was first lady. She has so much experience that it would almost be, I, th I think there's there someone, Greg Proops, who said that, you know, if this was any other election without Bernie Sanders, without Donald Trump, we would be praising Hillary Clinton for her ability and her experience and having someone that brings that level of, of commitment and understanding of politics to the White House. And that's something that we've been missing for a long time, I think. And I think that that is something that Hillary Clinton, above all else, above her, her policies, above her, her issues um, with emails, with Benghazi, all those things, that she brings something politically that we have not seen in a long time. I think with, uh, <clears throat> I think with the general idea with uh, supporting Hillary Clinton would be something along the lines in a, in a normal election d without uh, Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders, I think the idea that Hillary Clinton would be a, a candidate that would be more highly looked upon would be similar to the idea that in a race where everyone is a part of the problem, then yes, I would say she is simply, uh, she would stand head and shoulders above people like, say, Ted Cruz, who just made his economic advisor the person who was leading the fight, who had supported the the policies which led to the economic crash. <laughs> so I think in comparison to people like that, she stands head and shoulders above them. But I think Bernie Sanders, I think he's a part of the system in the sense that he's been around, but he doesn't, in, in my opinion, in any way, shape or form, represent the problems with the system. And a lot of a lot of the issues that people have been saying with him is, what would he be doing in a, a Congress, which is primarily uh, Republican? Now, studies have shown that when he was in the House, and the Senate, where both majorities were Republican, he's actually passed more roll call votes than any other person, meaning that he has gotten done more things than any other person. Now, there's a lot of reasons why. But I think that you are right in the sense that 
in a normal voting election, Hillary Clinton would in fact stand head and shoulders above everybody else. But due to the fact that there's other obstacles in the way, such as a Bernie Sanders and a Donald Trump who are different, who provide some sort of light out in through all this corruption and all these problems, I'd say yes, it is in fact making it more difficult because we're seeing candidates who do in fact look like they are different and they aren't a part of the establishment and a part of the problem. And I think that's the interesting thing going into the DNC um, is is having a Bernie Sanders in this election. So hypothetically, um, Hillary Clinton keeps her lead. She gets the nomination. We get to the DNC and, and Bernie stands true on all of his, all of his uh, promises that he's made so far to stick in the race to make it to the DNC to try and fundamentally change the Democratic Party. There are a lot of things, um, specifically if he has enough delegates, he can file a minority report, which allows him to basically openly debate a lot of the, the party's primary um, ticket uh, policies that they want to run. And I think that that is kind of where Bernie Sanders' power in this election is going to come from, is being able to not just to, to kind of, I guess you could say Hillary is a flip-flopper, um, which I don't know if it's necessarily fair. I think that a lot of times we discredit our abilities or the, the ability of politicians to, to evolve and to change their views you know, as society changes their views. But I think, I mean, if you're looking for Bernie, from Bernie Sanders' point of view and you say Hillary is a flip-flopper, she will change her opinion if it's presented as more advantageous. I think you can say that he goes to the DNC, lays out these policies, has the support for him, and almost kind of takes advantage of Hillary's ability to change her policies and perhaps um, makes makes sure that she stays on the the ticket that he wanted to run in a way maybe not completely but she adopts a lot of his policies she adopts a lot of like the democratic party itself adopts a lot of uh bernie's policies and that is kind of the mark that bernie sanders leaves on this election is he maybe not because he might, might not become the nominee but he essentially becomes the greatest facilitator of policy in this election. And I think that he waves a lot more power than Hillary Clinton does with his supporters. And that is something that will leave the stamp of Bernie Sanders on, on this election cycle, should he not get the nomination. I'm not trying to count him out yet, but um, I think that is that is where Bernie Sanders' power lies now. I mean, there's also been talk that um, should Hillary Clinton get the nomination and extend the invitation to be her VP, Bernie Sanders would consider it. Um, which to his supporters, that a lot of that's kind of going back on his, his word and his campaign. Um, but I think that that's one of the more interesting scenarios to also play out is what do we do if there's a Hillary-Bernie ticket for the Democratic, um, Democratic Party this next election? I would say if it, if it really came down to that where it would be Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders against, let's say, Trump, because it's relatively apparent that that's probably what's going to happen, I would say, generally speaking, it would be a landslide in favor of Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. Now, the reason is because they would they would draw in the the fierce crowd that Bernie Sanders draws in, and I think Bernie Sanders would also help draw in a lot of the people who have a fundamental problem with politics who rely on people like Donald Trump. I think when it came down to something like a Bernie Sanders versus Donald Trump debate, which would, let's be honest here, would be a very interesting to watch, whether or not you're for Bernie Sanders or for Donald Trump, that would be... That would be something to, to see as long as Hillary Clinton stays out because chances are she's going to be taking a lot of the hit from uh, Donald Trump. But generally speaking, I think that would be very successful for both Hillary Clinton and, and Bernie Sanders if it came down to that. And I don't see, I really don't see 
people favoring Donald Trump over both Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders.